This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Those that study scripture know that time is running out. What is worst of all, many that profess to being quote-unquote Christian believe with all their hearts that they are going to heaven. This is the furthest thing from the truth. At this very moment, many reading or listening to this that profess they follow Christ are scoffing and mayhaps laughing at what was just stated. The mere fact that they are doing so places them on par with those that derided Jesus Christ himself. Luke chapter 16 verses 14 through 15. Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these things, and they derided him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Those that just scoffed and laughed most likely seek after what is highly esteemed among men. The large house or houses, fancy clothes, expensive vehicles. All that is seen as an abomination in the sight of God. Are you still laughing? Are you still scoffing? Do you still wish to be seen as an abomination in the sight of God? Then stop laughing and scoffing and start to read and or listen to the truth. First off, study the Bible for yourself. Not read it. Study it. There is a difference. Reading it is what causes those that laughed and scoffed to do so. Reading it allows people to hear things from others and accept it is truth when it is a lie. Studying it allows those hearing or reading to discern what is the real truth. I challenge any to find error in what I am teaching by studying the Bible for themselves. But to get back on track, why are actions I mentioned earlier seen as an abomination in the sight of God? The Bible gives us the answer. 1 John 2, 15-16 Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Let's look at this from another translation of the Bible. 
verse 16 from the New Living Translation. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. First off, I have to make something very clear. When you truly study the Word of God, you find out that there are translations of the Bible that can be trusted. However, it is best to use those translations that are close to the original source, like the King James Version. Now let's continue. First, we have the clear command. Do not love the world or the things in the world. Yet those that laughed and scoffed do just that by seeking after fancy houses, clothes, and vehicles. They seek to be wealthy. This is all that is highly esteemed among men. Yet most that profess to being quote-unquote Christian keep these things and seek after bigger, better, and more, making themselves friends of the world, seeking after those things which men, the world, esteems, which makes them what to God? James 4.4 4. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. By keeping the big house and continuing to live as the rest of the world does, makes these people that profess to being quote-unquote Christian actually enemies of God. Again, scoffing and laughter occurs. However, in three different Gospels, this one meeting is emphasized. Mark chapter 10 verses 17 through 22. Now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what do I have that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. But he was sad at this word, and went away sorrowfully, for he had great possessions. So let's look at this from the perspective of those that now profess to be quote-unquote Christian. Most profess that they follow the commandments, especially those listed in these verses. Consequently, they are equal to this young man. They have many possessions. Again, this makes them equal with the young rich man. What does Christ command this man to do? Go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven, and come, take up the cross, and follow me. 
most that scoff and laugh refuse to downsize. It is not for them, it is for someone else to do. It was for this young rich man alone, not for them. This mentality goes completely opposite these words spoken by Jesus Christ. Matthew 6, 19-21 Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Again, this is not meant for them. Then they just made these words we just heard a lie spoken by the Son of God. Time and again, Christ commands we reject the world and all it offers to show we are his disciples. One of the most pronounced occurs in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 14, verses 25 through 33. Now great multitudes went after him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with his 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. So likewise, whosoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. This is why it is so important to stop laughing and scoffing at these truths now before you, the reader or listener. As long as you have this attitude, you are in a way behaving like the young rich man. However, instead of walking away from your salvation sorrowfully as the young rich man did, you that laughed and scoffed are walking away in pride and arrogance. Proverbs 8:13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Proverbs 16:18 Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Those that laugh and those that scoff show they are prideful and their behavior shows arrogance which opens a door into the souls of those that behave in this manner as shown in this verse. 
Philippians 2.3 Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. We need to look at this in the King James Version. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Strife means rivalry, ambition, self-seeking. To see others as better than yourself, you would and should willingly downsize, living off the least of your earthly wealth and giving the rest away to help others, which explains why this is said in 1 John chapter 3, verse 17. But whosoever has the world's goods and sees his brothers in need and shuts his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? Whoever has a big house, fancy clothes and vehicles and sees any in need and does nothing shows all they place themselves before others and as the verse states plainly shows they have no love of God within them. Since we have shown they are an enemy of God, this makes total and complete sense, which is why they laugh and scoff. For they are not quote-unquote Christian, but religious self-serving creatures destined to damnation. This is unless they repent. Revelations 3, 15-19 I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing. And do you not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked? I counsel you to buy gold from me, refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with salve, that you may see. As many as hide love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. To be zealous is to act quickly and earnestly. Follow what is commanded by the glorified Jesus Christ and repent your lust and your desire to live in and of the world. Now. Downsize. Now. Help those in need. Now. For tomorrow will most likely be too late. God bless. Dreamy dreams chase your heart above all else Make a name the world remembers But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams I got lost in the light but it was up to me To make a name the world remembers But Jesus is the only name to remember And I